Good morning. You know, there's things in life that really give you a boost in your career. Those times that you may not have had the background as someone else, but you flew higher. You achieved more and you met those people in life that really helped your career take off. Well, today I have some really big news for you. I'm going to introduce to you someone today that has had a major impact in my life and will be working with her and her team over the next several months as we continue to work on something most important to our market and yours, branding, personal branding specifically. We're going to talk about how you can create something that works while you sleep, which is the live a life by design motto, right? And we want something we can leverage with our team so that those people that need to find you can find you easily and that the message you're delivering is in sync through all of your different channels of work. You know, it's not easy. This lady is so busy. I had to get on like a list, I swear, and had to interview four people that, to get through their gatekeepers. I mean, she is a powerhouse when it comes to branding. So I, it's just great honor to have with me today, El Patrillo of Brand Builders Group. Welcome, El. Thanks, Jimmy. How are you? Well, since I got through your four assistants and one secretary, I feel pretty good now, El, that I got to talk to you. Don't be fibbing. Don't be telling lies over here. <laughs> I may have uh, <clears throat> embellished a little bit there. Elle, tell me a little bit about your history. So let's talk about uh, your childhood. Where were you, uh, where'd you grow up? Yeah, I was born in Far Rockaway Beach, New York. It's actually in Queens, which if you hear me talk now, you would never guess that. Um, and I was raised there until I was about six to seven years old. And then we moved to the Poconos. But um, I just, have such a love for the beach from growing up across the street from there. And uh, my family is half of it is very loud Irish Catholic and the other half is very loud Italian Catholic. So <laughs> holidays, uh, family get togethers are pretty loud. You know, I've got to tell you, I'd love to be a fly on the wall at some of these Thanksgiving dinners you may have. That sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> Much more tame now, but back in the day, yes, it was crazy. <laughs> They don't just say, pass the gravy, please. They pass the gravy, please, and throw it at us, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so so where are you? Are you the youngest in the family, a middle child? You don't have that You don't have that Marsha Brady or, or Jan Brady situation, do you? No, I'm definitely the baby. I am oh, the baby. Oh, love that. Yeah. So how many children total, though? There's three of us, three girls. Oh, my goodness. You know, yeah. I always tell people, Elle, I need to talk to your dad sometime. People say, how many children do you have? And I say, I have two daughters. And the reason I have two daughters is because I have two daughters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh -huh. Yep, I do. Well, Poor unfortunately, uh, my dad passed away when I was younger. So I would feel bad for my mom. Even oh, there I you go. Well, I'm sure sorry <laughs> to hear that. But I got to tell you, um, moms had to buy those three prom dresses. I mean, you're talking about all that important stuff for young ladies. And uh, I can certainly relate to what your mom's going through. Yeah. So, hey, you know. Rockaway Beach, is that really the nice area of Long Island, or is there a better place to go if I, say, want to take a trip there? I mean, it's changed so much. Um, I probably couldn't speak to that very intelligently right now or knowledgeably when it comes to it. I would have to call up my uncle and be like, where, where would someone go? Um, but the hurricane hit pretty bad a few years ago. Gosh, I don't even know how long ago now, and it completely wiped out the Rockaway that I was familiar with. Yeah, Hurricane Sandy did a number on Long Island. I've got friends that live there, and I got to tell you, their homes were just destroyed. It is incredibly yeah. sad. 
So, hey, let's talk a little bit about your grown-up life now. So, um, tell me, what is your best, most fulfilling moment in your life so far in your young age? Best, most fulfilling moment so far. I mean, besides being a guest on our podcast. I mean, is there something else that... Gosh, that 100% (laughs) takes the cake. It does. Um, You know, I think one of the things that I would find most fulfilling right now is just um I would say how happy I am in my life right now <laughs> I think oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome yeah I would say it's the first year in the last I would say five or six years that um I'm really really happy with everything going on in my life and um probably the most fulfilling thing is starting brand builders group with a group of my best friends and people that I consider family um after a really challenging um exit from a former company Wonderful. Yeah. So you heard her mention Brand Builders Group. That's exactly who we're working with and proud to do so. I I literally met Elle uh, with a horde of other people at the Elite Wealth Advisor Symposium that a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine uh, actually host every year. And um, she did one thing wrong, folks. As you know me, I'm pretty shy, but I uh, I went up and I spoke to her. She spoke back and that was all it took. So then she got a business card and I said, hey, I need to meet with you because we need some help. And she certainly has been very helpful. So, hey, who are, who's your mentor in life? And tell me why. Um, so many, I would say, for so many different reasons. I don't have like one main one. There's just so many people that I've met across, along the way that um, I really respect and appreciate. And some of them you probably would never, you wouldn't know. Um, one of my favorite people, favorite mentors is a woman named Diane. She was my neighbor when I first moved to Nashville and really took me under her wing. Um, she actually works with people. She is kind of, um, what's the word? She's a doula for hospice. So it's very an emotional space that she has to hold for people often and really intuitive, but she is an entrepreneur as well. And just um, always gives this perspective that is so different from other people, I think, because she deals with people that die every day. Um, and wow. so, yeah, her her just mentorship has meant so much to me of just knowing where to, I guess, put my energy and focus and my cares would be one. Um, I would say our CEO and co-founders, um, Rory and AJ Vaden. Uh, they have been mentors with me my entire professional career of just really understanding um, what it truly means to serve people in business. I think that's something that they do better than anyone else is, yes, making money is great and building businesses are awesome, but um, serving people and looking for ways to do that and making sure that you put that first and foremost and everything else falls into play. I would say they've been incredible mentors for me in that space. Um, another one is one of our clients, Lovey Ajayi. <laughs> um, she's not someone I, I talk to often or really ever get talked to, but, um, she's a New York Times bestselling author. And I got introduced to Lovey way before she ever became a client and way before I ever was in this space, um, through her book, I'm not judging you. And I just love, or I'm judging you, not, not judging you. I'm judging you. And, um, her fearlessness, her courage, her willingness to speak her mind, um, is something I've always really admired. And then, you know, good old fashioned Brene Brown, <laughs> not old fashioned, but like who doesn't love Brene Brown um, these days and 
her uh, vulnerability and her leadership and just the way that she is so open and transparent, um, but then backs it up with science and data and psychology. And um, I just, every time I listen to her podcast, I'm like, yes, honey, more. I want more. You know, she has a remarkable talent for taking very difficult subject matters and i mean just boil them down to what their simplest terms are and giving you a solution you can implement immediately to make your situation better to me that's what a great mentor does for for us anyway so yeah. i gotta ask you you haven't always been in brand strategy i bet right nope mm -mm. so what made you say you know what i'm just gonna pull up stakes i'm gonna go to nashville and i'm gonna start a new business enterprise with great people and get into brand strategy. Talk a little bit about well, how that happened. It didn't quite happen like that. Um, and it's funny, last night I was working on something and I realized I actually have been doing personal branding since I was a teenager um, and just didn't even know it. And that could be like helping my best friend brand herself to become homecoming queen and she won or um, hosting uh, running or excuse me, workshops at leadership conferences and positioning my and how I position myself as a speaker and a leader um, in at state conferences um, at a young age, and then working at Disney and just learning from leaders that um, work for this incredible company and just seeing how they are positioned themselves and how they brand themselves. And so, I've been doing it a lot longer than I realized. Um, however. How we got into this is about three years ago when we exited our former company, um, we had a non-compete in place. And so we were going, what do we know better than most people, better than anyone that we know how to do um, that isn't currently, that doesn't currently exist. And that's where Brand Builders Group came from is that we are the only ones out there that I know of. Um, that is a collective group of people that take a holistic, comprehensive approach to building and monetizing a personal brand that also includes one-on-one -on -one work, um, that also includes how to become a best-selling author or a keynote speaker or have a podcast that grows and scales that you can monetize it and um, so on and so forth. But there's no one out there doing what we do the way that we do it. And so um, when we exited the company, I remember getting a phone call from um, AJ specifically going, so uh, were you serious about wanting to start another company, starting a company? And I was like, heck yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> and uh, that's where it came from. And we just kind of hit the ground running. Um, thankfully, a relationship that um, we've had with Lewis House for years and he had us on our podcast and off one podcast launched our business. You know, Lewis has a great book out. Well, he's got a couple now, but his first book was outstanding. You saw a man that took himself, literally, it was living on a couch. Mm -hmm. No prospects in life, no resources, no real background in education that he needed, and mm -hmm. just totally transformed his entire personal brand into something now that has been, I think, a New York Times bestseller, and he's won some other awards. This guy is phenomenal at speaking and does an outstanding job. Uh, what's what's one thing you learned from Lewis Howes that you could do to share with us? Oh gosh, um, so many things. Um, I would say the power of relationships, honestly. Um, we always say at Brand Builders Group is reputation precedes revenue. 
And so what does your reputation, it's your results times your reach, right? What have you done and how many people know about that? And part of that is relationships. And so um, that's where we go. If, if we didn't have these relationships, revenue would have been a lot harder to come about. And so one of the things that Lewis, I think, does better than anyone else is he builds relationships with people and he connects with people. And that is something that is a gift of his. Yeah, his first book I thought was phenomenal. When you read where this guy came from, L, and where he's at today, there's no other word I can use but phenomenal transformation. It is totally day and night difference, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so let me ask you this. Let's talk a little bit about what is really branding. What what good do I get out of branding myself, my service, my product, my company? Tell me what it does for me. So many things, <laughs> which is my answer for everything right now. But um, ultimately, we know that people do business with people, right? And so if you think about your favorite coffee shop, your favorite restaurant, typically it's because when you walk in, it's familiar. They know you. They know your drink. They know where you like to sit. They know what you want to order. They know your name oftentimes, right? And so now in the in the past typically we don't know ceos of companies or founders of companies or the people at the companies we just know the, the company brand or the logo right we don't have that we never had that access before because social media wasn't a thing but now people have more access to you than ever before and you have more access to your audience than ever before your prospects or your target that you want to attract more of um, through this. And so the first thing is just really letting people get to know you and what you're about and attract them based on who you are. And so that's a big part of it. It's just, we know because people do business with people, they want to know who you are and you don't have to expose everything. You don't have to make friends with everyone, but you get to give a piece of that through building trust with people through using social media. And you build trust by them seeing you, they hear from you, they learn from you. Um, and you're consistent in that. And so there's that piece of it. I think the other powerful piece of personal branding is it allows you to pivot. Um, if you have a strong personal brand where people do like you and they do trust you, it doesn't matter what you do, they're going to come find you. And that's a true testament to you to, I think about Rory, um, our co-founder, Rory's a New York Times bestselling author, and he had a top podcast and he had a huge social media following. And when we exited, all of that went away. I mean, not the New York Times with song book, but um, his his following went away and his podcast went away. And it's so funny because even like still today, three years later, I get on calls with people and go, yeah, like I was a client at the former with him and I've seen him speak and he kind of went dark and now he's back. And I was so excited. And um, it just shows you that when you create your own tribe and you attract people and you build that trust with them, it doesn't matter what you do. It gives you that flexibility to go pursue whatever you want because you know you have people that will follow. Um, I think also it creates an opportunity to um, bringing business 24-7, especially if you create one of the, the things we say a lot is that someone's like Instagram rich, dollar poor, or Twitter rich, dollar poor. And you see that a lot with people that have been on reality TV shows. And I have some friends in that where they leave and they have hundreds of thousands of followers. And then they try to do all these ad deals and they're pushing all this stuff, but they have no real back end monetization plan of it. 
And so that's the thing is if you create a backend monetization plan, which we help people do, um, then you can actually build a business that works for you 24 seven, never calls in sick, never breaks down. Um, that allows you to create this freedom and flexibility in your lifestyle. And I'll say this, the last piece is impact. Um, the power of your personal brand at the end of the day is you get to influence and impact people. And we primarily work with people that are mission-driven messengers. So if you get on a call with someone on our team and all you do is talk about money and income and famous, like fame and all that stuff, it's like, you're probably not a fit for this. Um, but if you come and talk about you have a message and you want to help people and serve people and impact people and you're driven to, for this mission, whatever that might be, um, then that is what a personal brand actually allows you to do. It allows you to have access and impact millions of people that you wouldn't normally be able to do without one because they don't know who you are. That is a great explanation on personal branding. So really, you're kind of the Ronco group of personal branding, right? You get it all set and you forget it. No, I'm just kidding. So what, <laughs> so what we have to do here, one thing I'd always envision my brand is, is this, this persona that also is out there reaching to people, talking to people and providing them a method or means to see if we're a good fit for them without having to spend valuable time, resources, and energy going through the process of, hey, well, do I want to do business with them? Do I not want to do business with them? Do I want them on my team? You know, it's one of the things that we've always taken pride in, the fact that when we are looking to hire someone for Compass Capital Management, our wealth management firm, we actually have far more resumes come in than we ever need. And I hear none of that from some of our other uh, friends that have businesses. They, they go, we didn't get the right resumes. We didn't get. And reason why this happens, I think, is like you said, it's that branding, that mm -hmm. outlook from the public to your company, to your personal brand that, hey, do I want to be affiliated with them? Right. So, well, so it's let also me take... your personality, Jimmy. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's, what... with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. I just, I just attract the best. That's my L's on the podcast today, people. <laughs> So, so let's take this a little bit further. Let's talk about impact. You said, hey, you know, we want to have a brand that impacts or influences is another term I want to use, that marketplace that we wish to work within. But let me ask you this. what What is a way that personal branding impacts to create the influence? How, how do we impact somebody with our brand? It's your messaging. It's really what your message is that you want to put out there into the world. And I would say that's the impact that it has on it. I mean, many of our clients are folks that have built incredible seven, eight figure businesses and they're going, I don't care about money anymore. I have the life that is better than I've ever dreamed of. I never thought I would be at this place or maybe I did and now I'm here, right? And they're going, I want to serve the person that I once was or when, yeah, once was that I didn't have access to. I want to be that conduit that for people that are like me, that are struggling, that I never had access to. And I think that's one of the coolest things is that you can do that at a certain point. Um, and we always say you're best positioned to serve the person you once were. Um, and we often find that's who people actually want to serve. <laughs> so it works out really well. Um, but I think the, the big thing is just that um, when you have a really clear message and everything you do is aligned with that message, you're going to attract the people that that message is for. And you might say the same thing as 12 other people, 
but one person will only ever be able to hear it from you. And they'll look at you and go, that's my guy. That's my girl. Like they get me, um, which is really important. It's like, if you look at Lewis, he solves the problem of self-doubt for people, but how many people do you know, talk about self-doubt, but there's a reason why you're attracted to Lewis compared to someone else. On it. You know, one of the things that we've always been mindful of is our corporate attribute of kindness. So for example, no one ever leaves our office thinking we didn't treat them with respect that day, that they didn't get treated with ultimate kindness, that they couldn't get anywhere else. And I mean, we all work from the same, uh, if you will, we all preach from the same hymnal here because at the end of the day, we have these regulators that tell us, here's all you can do, stay in these lanes. You know, I talked to my good friend, Brian Sweet, uh, one of your, your friends as well. And I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I find that this is enough bandwidth, but some days I need to expand beyond that. That to me is what your impact, your influence does for you. It attracts those things that you formally can't come out and get outside that bandwidth of regulatory control, right? And and go do, but it attracts people into your bandwidth that you can function. So let's take a little bit deeper dive of this. So if in fact I said to you a symbol, could you tell me the name of this company? This is how powerful branding is. If I just said to you, without saying the name of the company, I'm going to put L is now under a test. This is like a game show, L. And so I will give you a beep. Yes, if you got it wrong, I will say, eh. okay, so here we go. That's a if, pull up Google. <laughs> here, here it goes. Are you ready? Are you, are you brain freed up? You ready to go? I think so. I think so. If I just said to you, picture a symbol of a single apple with a bite out of it, what company would that be? Apple. Apple, of course. <laughs> So I started with the simple one, folks. I gave it away in the name, but she jumped all over it. I got that. Okay. I over, go. almost overcomplicated it, though, because yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. <simple."> yeah. You <laughs> can't see her, folks. It's just audio, but her eyes are up going, oh, boy, I got to think through this. All right. Second question is not going to be as easy, but I will not say the name of the company. But if I said that this company's logo is world recognized with no name ever used in ads, and all it is is typically a white, swoosh what company nike. would that be nike nike so let me ask you this why do you think companies such as apple and nike l don't even require that they put their name or their products on the ad they simply use a symbol that is the power of branding isn't it well, that's an example. And I think that's something you know you're hitting a spot that is really common because that's a logo right and right. so we we don't do company branding. We only work on branding of people and personal brands because there's a whole different approach to branding companies than people. Um, but when people think branding, they think things usually one of two things from my experience. They either think of logos, colors, and like photos and pictures and things like that, or they immediately think social media. And it's like to them, branding is either social media or it's colors and logos. And those are um, physical elements of personal branding. Those are things that are necessary and a part of the process. But ultimately to us, your personal brand is your reputation. It's what people think of when they think about you. It's an assessment of your trustworthiness um, is what it, when it comes to that. But why? I think they've just done a really good job at creating logos that they put everywhere. And uh, it's memorable and they're simple and they're clear cut and it's, yeah. But you went exactly where I was going. So if we as a personal brand 
can emulate what they've done corporately with their logos. My point here, you want to be top of mind with those in the market you wish to attract. Now, I have this statement, and I'll be honest with you, you may disagree or you may agree, that's okay. We got a big enough sandbox here, but Jim Rohn had a statement that I live by that you don't really pursue and achieve success. You attract success by what you become. That is personal branding. Yeah, I find that true in dating too. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, I'm not even going to ask, but uh, at the end of the day, are you at this time or have you been in the last 24 hours dating someone? I am not dating anyone. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I will have her entire list of contact for you in the show notes. She's in Nashville. She's ready to have someone take her to dinner. I'm just kidding. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about your busy schedule. Tell me what's a what's a day in the life of L look like? I mean, we've been under a pandemic, and aren't you ready to get rid of this thing? I mean, has it overstayed its welcome? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't want to comment too much on that. But yeah, <laughs> um, my days, they're, I mean, they're busy, but they're not. I get to just talk to people about their dreams all day. <laughs> so, that's, a, that's a pretty tough gig, huh? Pretty tough gig. I know, gig. It's, it's really difficult. Um, there's a couple of things, you know, I do some client strategy. I try to stay out of client work. I don't want to mess it up too bad. But um, ultimately, what my role is, is to bring in new clients and to help our other salespeople on our team to bring in new clients. So I spend my days just talking to people about what their dreams are when it comes to their personal brand and helping them create a path to get there. <laughs> So, so at the end of the day, your role is, I believe, director of sales and that type of thing. So what got you wanting to be in the sales business? And tell me why that pushed you in that direction. What made you want to go that route? Yeah, everyone always had told me I should be an attorney. And um, <laughs> I now, wanted- why, Wait a minute. Let's don't let that lie. Why <laughs> should you have been an attorney? I think because I have an answer for everything. That's kind of been my MO since I was a child. Like, I'm very quick in my response. Doesn't mean my responses are great. I I need to learn to temper that. And I feel like I have, but no, it's in Bruce. Well, good Um, news for you. I work with a lot of attorneys and their answers aren't great either. So you should be just fine. (laughs) Yeah, I would have been perfect. (laughs) And um, then I realized that means more school. And I just didn't want to keep taking out loans. I wanted to start paying them off. So. Um, I got into sales, but really the long story short is I was working at Disney doing an internship. And while there, um, someone that worked with me recruited me to sell books door to door um, in the summer. And uh, (laughs) then I spent my next three summers waking up every morning at 5.59 a.m., taking ice cold showers and spending 12, 13, 14 hours a day selling educational books door to door six days a week. Um, Wow. Summers and then I recruited some teams and then um, decided when I left college, I reached out to uh, the company that Rory and AJ had helped start with two other people. And um, that's where every four months we would move to a new city and put on a big sales training event and we would do sales blitzes. And then that turned into we started a coaching business and then built out a consulting arm and then a a keynote business. (laughs) And so um, it's just something that I worked really hard at, but also came really natural. And I just have always found it challenging and fun at the same time. And I enjoy um, having that freedom and flexibility that comes with sales and also that ability to create your own income. 
That is awesome. So I, I got to tell you, I cannot imagine a human being, a man on this planet that would ever cheat on Snow White. You got that dark hair. I assumed you played Snow White during your internship. I don't know what you did at Disney, but we think our family thinks Disney is pretty doggone cool. We've, we've been down there quite a bit. So, Al, let me ask you a really tough question, you know, because that's what I'm here for, right? So, so folks, you can't see her, but she is squirming big time in her seat over there. Here's the question. What does the next phase of the career of El Patrillo look like to her? Yeah, we are, um, my main focus right now, and this is actually why I was presenting at EWAS, is to start going out there and doing some master classes. And so um, we work with a lot of people that have masterminds will invite me in, or if they have um, associations or organizations or events that they run for their clients or um, their, their community members, that personal branding is a good fit for them, meaning that they are people that have a mission, have a message that they want to go out there and they want to monetize it. Um, that's who it's good fit for. And so I'm starting to do a ton of master classes that um, can be private or they can be for a large group of people, totally up to whoever's inviting me in. And that's really to just share the message of the power of personal branding and how do you actually monetize it and how do you use it and just educate people because there is so many um, misconceptions around personal branding. And there's so many people that piecemeal it. And when you piecemeal it, you end up wasting a lot of time and energy and resources and actually money. <laughs> the amount of clients that have spent thousands of dollars on their brand and going, it's not doing what I thought it would, um, really frustrates me. So I, I want to be this conduit of um, really educating people and giving them access to understanding it. And then if it's something that they feel like is aligned with them, um, then we can set up a time to talk through what that would look like. Man, I love what you just said. So the important thing here to to Elle's career, but is not just to help Elle's career, but it's also that compound factor of helping you, the person she works with, to help reach that pinnacle of your potential. You know, one thing on Live Life by Design, Elle, that we always espouse is the fact of trying to find someone's bigger, better, and bolder person within themselves, because I feel so much is untapped in all of us in terms of potential. So say I wanted to get in touch with branch, I'm sorry, with Brand Builders Group. How would I do that? Mm -hmm. Well, our website, pretty simple, is brandbuildersgroup.com. Um, and then you can always reach out to me directly on LinkedIn. It's L Petrillo. It's P-E-T-R-I-L-L-O. Um, my Instagram is L underscore Petrillo. Um, there's that too. And then I think you had requested uh, us to give an opportunity for your audience. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, absolutely. Because we're here about giving more than just advice. We want to give them some tangible information. Elle, could you provide our listeners perhaps a call, a complimentary 15 to 20 minute brand call that they can determine whether or not your team would be a good fit and they'd be a good fit for your team. What's that look like? Yeah, um, Jimmy did twist my arm now on season. Um, we'll actually do better than that. We'll do about a 45 to 60 minute call. Um, and it will be with either me or someone on the team. And all you have to do to get access to this call is go to freebrandcall.com forward slash EP. Freebrandcall.com forward slash EP. Those are my initials in case you're wondering. And then um, on there, you'll just fill out the info and then get to a Calendly page and schedule with someone on our team. And folks, that's as simple as it gets. So you can just simply go to free brandcall.com slash 
E-P, El Petrillo, just type in E-P, and that'll get you right into the calendar system and they can work up a, a free call. I'm talking, folks, this is where it doesn't get any better. You've heard me say on this podcast many times, it is never better than free. And there's no strings attached, folks. I, I deal with this company. There's never been any pressure. It is simply giving you great advice, great options, and a means of facilitating you to your growth. Now, L, you said you were, could be found at El Petrillo, just simply El Petrillo, and that was on what, Twitter? LinkedIn. LinkedIn, thank you. And then the you. other one is Instagram. It's L underscore Petrillo. All right, LinkedIn, thank you. So also, for those of you that are eligible young men out in the world, you've got her now contact information. <laughs> if you need to get, she's apparently not dating. She said, no, I'm just kidding you, L. Sorry about that. <laughs> Got to have a little fun with you while I can. So now uh, going totally off topic here before we close this out. Who's your favorite singer in Nashville? I know you live in Nashville, tons of talent. People just, you know, come out of the woodwork there with talent. Who's your favorite singer now? Let's give them a free shout out. Well, besides myself, I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> actually, this person is kind of new to Nashville and they're here part time. So I'm going to say because they've been my favorite singer since I was about mm, nine years old, and it's Gwen Stefani. Oh, Gwen Stefani. Didn't she just recently get married to an Oklahoma boy? Yeah, to Blake Shelton, yeah. And she was just at, um, in Nashville last, or this week for CMA, or not CMAs, um, whatever the music fest is. Yeah. Let me tell you what, um, Blake is a uh, uh, just a, a sweetheart of a guy, but he actually has a... Uh, a restaurant not too far from where I live. And also he is held in very high esteem uh, with the city of Ada, ADA, Oklahoma, not too far from where I live. Just a great guy. Uh, so uh, if you run into Gwen uh, or if I run into her, she was, she and uh, Blake were down at the uh, restaurant. It's called red. I'm giving a free shout out to my friend. Blake. Yeah. Yeah. They've got one there as well. Yeah. So they were here at the one they have in, uh, in our area uh, just a couple weekends ago. And it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. So I got to tell you, this has been a blast for me, Elle, to take a few minutes to learn about personal branding with you and what you can help provide our listeners and subscribers in 52 countries across this globe with personal branding. To me, what's most important, folks, I want you to take from this is there are people out there willing to invest their valuable time and resources for free if you'll just reach out to them at freebrandcall.com slash EP to get started on this process. I will tell you up front, L did not pay me. Their company didn't pay me to say this. I just believe so much in what they offer and working with our team that I know you'll be happy with what your results. L, thank you so much. Any last words from you before I dismiss? Anything I could be doing for you, Jimmy? You could. You could send me, uh, I don't know, send me something nice from Nashville that says, Jimmy broke my heart because it was a record that didn't play or something. You know, you know a country song. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about, but I'll find something. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. El, thank you so much for joining thank us. El Petrillo, you have been a dynamite on this show, and I certainly appreciate your time today. I appreciate you too. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Folks, one of the greatest things about personal branding to me is the fact that you have ample time to work on that, whether you're 100 years old or whether you're 50. We all have a brand in the marketplace. If you're a 20-year-old, you have a brand in the marketplace. 
this is what I want to give you this week as your challenge. I want you to look at what are you really showing? What are you giving to that world around you that says they would like to see more of you? They would like to hear more from you. You heard Elle say many times how to monetize your personal brand. I will tell you now, to be better in the marketplace, you must get better. One way of doing that is your personal brand. This week, take time, reach out, give a hug to someone that needs one, and just remember that you can always live life by your design. We'll talk to you next week. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley. Mm-hmm.